Hello and welcome to this next episode of Like Lithops with me, your host, Brett Mordaunt. It's great to be able to share with you again today. I am asking a question today and the question is one that runs to the heart of so many of us. The question is, what owns you? What is it that takes up so much space in your life that you couldn't get away from it even if you tried? The podcast that we speak of uh, is Like Lithops and the whole premise is built on the idea that lithops are a plant that has evolved in very specific ways in relation to very specific circumstances. So lithops are quite a small plant, uh, often quite scrubby, they, they low down, they grow between cracks in the ground, they really don't need a lot of water. In fact, uh, somebody sent me an article a little while ago that said to me, if you think you should water your lithops, don't because they probably need a lot less water than what you think they do. And that's an evolutionary trait that they have picked up. They uh, die if you water them too much, which is odd in the plant world. But they've evolved in such a way based on the set of circumstances that they found themselves in. The outside influences in uh, the, 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 the life of a lithops uh, determine certain things. Its size, how much water it needs, where it grows, uh, and all these kinds of things. In a very similar sense, our lives are made up of an evolutionary process. Things come in and out of our lives and, and give influence in our lives and, and change us and mold us in certain ways. And so that is why I ask the question, what owns you? I have a friend and she's written a book. It's quite a good book, I think. Um, I certainly have uh, enjoyed and understood and grown from parts of, of the book that I have, have read. And in fact, so much so that in the right hands, this book could very well change the life of somebody who uses it well, who, who delves deep into it. I'm not going to tell you the name of the book, that's not the kind of podcast that this is. Uh, but what I do want to tell you about it is the lady who wrote it and, and her interactions. And I've, I've uh, found myself over the last little while becoming a little bit irritated with her occasionally because at the drop of a hat she'll start talking about her book. In fact, so much so she'll, she'll even uh, quote page numbers and tell you about an idea that she has on a certain page number of her book. She knows that I own one uh, and so uh, uh, almost in a sense she, she's, she's kind of directing me back to the book, back to the book. And conversation, it seems, tends to come back to uh, her book and, and parts of the book uh, quite regularly. <clears throat> and, and in some ways, uh, not just come, come back to the book, but actually quite forcefully push the book on you. And I found myself over the last little while a little bit irritated by that. It chafes me in a certain way um, because it just seems a little bit unnatural. And when I stopped and gave a little bit of thought, and, and put myself in her shoes, I began to wonder how much of it is she able to stop herself from pushing her book on others? And it might seem a bit of a strange thing to say, yes, she's passionate about her book, yes, she believes it can change lives, and yes, it really has the ability to change lives. But I think there's something deeper going on here as well. She has spent years and years researching, compiling, editing, writing, putting the book together. She has given so much of her life to it that I don't believe at this point in time she could actually step away from it. And I mean that in all sincerity. It's, it's probably a good thing for her in her life that, that she was able to put the dedication and effort into it. 
But at this point in time, if somebody said to her, you need to step away and just let the book do what it does. Just put it onto Amazon and see who buys it. And if somebody buys it, great. If they don't, unlucky. But nobody ever will. And she, I don't think, will ever take the step to step away and say, no, no, I'm done with it now. And the reason is because she has put so much time, so much effort and so much dedication into it. It owns her now. And we see this in all other spheres of life as well. So many people uh, I know of have started businesses and side businesses and, and uh, things that have happened on the side and, and they've begun to, to uh, overtake their lives in certain ways. People uh, often have careers which take over their lives uh, and, and really they, they plow more effort into that, into the, the, the business or the career, than they plow into anything else in their life. And it becomes a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more effort and time we put into something, the more effort and time we need to put into it because we've invested, we've put so much in uh, and, and we've sacrificed so much to make it happen. But we find ourselves in that place of saying, so much has gone into it, I can't now step away. And whether that's conscious or subconscious is an interesting question to ask yourself. And we'll get to that in a minute. I think there's also a very positive side to this as well, that there are parts of our lives and times in our lives where we put so much time and effort into something that we don't want to step away from it, but it's a good thing. Things like our, our relationship with, uh, with close family, with close friends, things like our, our hobbies that bring us life, things like, uh, like this book in, in some senses where we know we have something to say and something good to, to give into the world. And so we do that, we give effort into it. Um, people who volunteer and volunteer huge amounts of time um, to, to organizations that uplift others and, and grow parts of our society and community. And they really just plow themselves into it. And if you ask them to, they would say, I'm not walking away from it because I've not only given so much, but because there is so much good that comes from it. So I'm not placing a value judgment on what owns us. Only you can do that. Only you can look introspectively at your own life and say, is this thing that owns me, that dominates me, that pushes me, giving me life? And is that worth what I'm putting in, what I have put in and what I will put in? Or is it something that has run its course and is now finished? I'm now simply carrying on with it because I have given so much into it. Like I say, I can't give that value judgment for you. Only you can do that. But my encouragement today is to say, how is it that we, we measure and look at that? How is it that we are even asking the question in the first place? And have you ever asked that question? What owns me? What is it that, that really pushes me and drives me? What is it that occupies so much space and time? And so I'd like to suggest that you spend some time in your own life doing exactly that. Ask that question. And it might be um, a very flippant kind of question that you ask yourself and you, and you give yourself a very quick answer. It might be something that you take quite a lot of time to introspectively look at. And you might even get out a piece of paper and a pen and begin writing it down. You might journal it uh, if you journal. Uh, whatever the case might be, there, there might be some space in your life where you take very clear and specific steps. But if I can guide us in some of what that might mean. And uh, the, the, the old, uh, good old, old-fashioned uh, pros and cons column might be something worth looking at. But I think this goes much deeper into our lives than simply just asking uh, a pros and cons kind of question. 
I think there needs to be quite a bit of looking into that thing that owns you and, and I'd, I'd recommend almost ranking them as it were. Um, what takes up the most amount of time in your life? What takes up your, your headspace, your thoughts? Um, when you've got an idle moment, where do your thoughts turn to? Uh, and, and what is it that, that really holds your attention so deeply? And rank those things. And when you find what's number one and what's number two and what's the third thing on your list, you're then able to, to ask yourself a deeper question in this as well. How much life does this thing give me? And then to begin to quantify. How many hours do you spend on it? And is that time taking away from something else in your life? And is that uh, time and that effort and that quantity, whatever that quantity might be, robbing you of something and if the answer is yes it's robbing me of something you then need to weigh it up and say well introspectively is this worth what is what's being stolen and there's that, that old saying that um, uh, sometimes you need to, to rob from Peter to pay Paul and that's true that's true in many instances in our lives and, and people who start up businesses will tell you that they had to sacrifice huge things but they did it knowing that the payoff would be a certain um, something, whether it was that their company got to a certain size, whether it was a certain profit margin, whether it was um, uh, something else, something more intangible, some kind of recognition or something like that. Uh, people will almost always tell you that it's exactly that way for, for relationships and family, that, that it, was, it was better to have spent that time with family, to have sacrificed that or that for my family or for my friends uh, or for certain relationships. Uh, and, and the the idea that we get to our, our deathbed and, and very few people will say they wish they'd spent more time on their um, their portfolio, uh, but rather that they, they really wish they'd spent more time with their family or friends or doing something that they, that they really enjoyed. But when we begin to list and rank and then quantify time versus reward, we're able to, to get a clearer picture. Again, I cannot place a value judgment. And I don't want to place a value judgment either. Only you can do that. But I encourage you today from this podcast, would you take some time in your own life to have a look at what is what owns you and what it is that takes up so much of your time. And then to spend a bit of time looking into it quite deeply of what it might mean. I hope it's a helpful exercise, a good time, uh, and that it brings value in.